Check one, two. Welcome back. Before we get to this week's episode, first of all, if you're listening right now, okay, you're listening later, well, listen, happy Mother's Day worldwide, okay? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Super thankful for my mother. Um, honestly, believed in me through my ups and downs and her support and her loyalty. Honestly, like the values have made me like the personable person I am. A heart of gold she has and I'm really thankful for my mom. So happy Mother's Day to the moms all over. And I know some may listen to this later on and it won't be Mother's Day, but I always say this, as we get older, so are our parents. So make sure you check on them, send them blessings, especially during these tough, crazy times during Corona and this whole, <clears throat> this whole quarantine. More importantly, I will say this. Um, if you don't have your mom here or grandma, like, you know, I lost grandma premium and I miss her so much. Um, I'm sending my blessings to you as well. And always make sure you understand that even though they're not with us and I'm learning this, that they're watching over us. So I want to continue to make them proud and continue to make, you know, my grandmother proud who I miss so much. Now, um, update, man. Listen, first of all, thanks for rocking out with the Premium Pete Show. Continually, I'm thankful that we had a lot of episodes in the can. So I really haven't had to do like a lot of Zoom episodes, which I'm probably going to have to do soon. But, you know, I'm thankful that some of these episodes, and particularly this one, the Black Moon episode, which, you know, you try not to be biased, but it's incredible. And a really unfiltered, heartfelt journey of, I mean, just a tremendous pillar hip-hop trio with Evil D, Five Foot, and Buckshot, the one and only Black Moon. And I'm glad, you know, so listen, if you listen to it, you're going to hear, obviously, them talk about the new album. It already dropped, you know, months ago. The show that they had, that was already over with. But pay attention to the journey of Black Moon. And and really, like I always say, you know, just real, real hip-hop, man. Black Moon, I, I mean, certified classics, okay? And and I was special. And shouts to my Duck Down family. Shouts to James. Shouts to Drew Ha. Shouts to Buckshot. And again, shouts to Black Moon. Health the Skelter. BCC for life. Sean Price lives on. Um... You know, I always love when we do these episodes because it's like special and important parts of hip hop. But before we get to this week's episode, internets, make sure you continue to check in. Open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. I love when internets check in from all over, especially now. Again, I want to say this, and I've been saying this peace and blessings. I'm sending my prayers out to those who know or have been or, you know, uh, um, Anybody who's been affected with COVID-19, coronavirus, and for those who haven't, just even, you know, I know a lot of people are discouraged, and, you know, I myself, I want to tell you that, you know, it's depressing some days, it's uncertain some days, and you don't know what the future holds, but I want to say you're not alone. Anything you're going through, you ever need an ear, DM me, email me, thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpeachshow.com at gmail.com. You're going through anything, you have a question, you want some advice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, hit me up, okay? But make sure you check in. I love when people in the States and outside the States, listen, Premium Petro, you never know. Those who've been rocking with me since day one podcasting with Combat Jack, salutes, rest in peace to my brother forever, okay? Those who've been rocking out with the uh, Premium Petro for four years straight, okay? Blessings to you. If you're a new person listening today, salutes and welcome, but more importantly, you'll never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. 
It could be an actor, an athlete, an entrepreneur, a great story. Listen, okay? Anybody from obviously what's coming up, Black Moon, to the founder of Venmo, to Gary Vee, to a Victor Cruz, you know what I mean? To a Ronnie Fogg. Listen, okay? Diversified is always what I wanted to do, and I'm so thankful that we continue to do it. So thank you and salutes and shouts to anybody who has supported me throughout the years. A lot of people say, yo, Premium P, man, I appreciate you. Well, listen, I appreciate you as well, okay? So before we get to this week's episode, happy Mother's Day, okay? Mothers are appreciated across the world. Listen, okay? I mean, it's not easy to, like, I feel like a lot of mothers, they snap and just, you know, snap into being a mother. Where fathers, it takes such a long time. They're a queen, they're a jewel, and and, and, and they are appreciated. And I want to send my blessings and love to each and every one of them. Again, uh, stay safe during this quarantine time. Um, and, you know, stay healthy and just stay focused. And you're not alone, like I keep on saying. And we're going to keep on. I got a couple more episodes in the can, so we're going to keep on. Again, remember, this was a Black Moon episode that was from a couple of months ago, but I'm so proud that we finally got it right. Uh, we had a couple of problems with the uh, audio and video, and now it's all worked out, and I'm so happy to drop it. Internets, peace and blessings. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. We keep, you know, YouTube, YouTube is, uh, you hear me, YouTube. What the fuck? It's, yo, I'm taping this early. I'm not drinking no wine yet, but pretty soon I will be. Malbec on deck. Listen, um, what, what was I saying now? Now I'm almost forgetting what I was going to say. Oh, okay. YouTube, we fairly just been putting videos on there, you know, over the past year. Full videos, clips, subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Okay. SoundCloud. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Petro Internets, okay? I am honored to present to you this week's episode of the Premium Petro with the legendary Black Moon. Let's get to it. Cheer! Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClam, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internets, let's turn up one time. Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show. Show was Luke said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down with a trio, okay? Mm. Three amigos. Three mm. amigos. The good fellas. Mm. Okay? What uh, do you want? What do you want? Never mm. underrated. Very appreciated. And if they're not, man, uh, you know, you're going to get a chance to do that again. The rise moon every 30 years. So do we. Yeah. Man, back making music. Total I mean, eclipse. never stop making music, but back no, putting yeah. something out together. No, the, music, the, mo- the moon, the total eclipse don't come every It don't come every year. So it's something special. Right. Something special. Yeah. Yes, sir. So Five we, foot. Yes, sir. Evil D. Mm-hmm. Yes. Buckshot. Buckshot. Mm. Yes, sir. Black moon in the building. Live action. Yes, yes. Yes, All right. Listen, we, clap, 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 clap. before mm. we even started the episode, we, had a, we, had, we, we, we were talking off air just really... Reminiscing about uh, so many different people, more, yeah. more so just life, just uh, yeah. New York nightlife, uh, right. hip hop, uh, um, just how things have changed, but also how he was evolved. Yeah. Right off the bat, you haven't put out something together in what, like sixteen years, maybe. Mm-hmm. It seems it's bulk because everybody is like we 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 lose track of the time. But yeah, we wasn't on the time screen. That's one thing I do appreciate. Some things 
that we could argue about hip hop, meaning not meaning us, meaning in general, yeah, meaning like that to appreciate what people contributed more instead of worrying about if they're relevant or not. That's a right. that's a beef I have. I mean, and it's seen a lot. I always say Kenny Rogers is touring, nobody's complaining. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh what I do like is that there are a lot of people who uh commemorate times and things like meaning like on this day 16 years ago black moon put out like we do see those type of things that you may even forget like oh shit i forgot we even put it out this time because you're all living your life like in social media you saw you see a lot of that and they they remind you of like you know 16 years ago black moon would drop into the stage and and, and now the the the, the, the what's the, the next day um Rise of the Moon. I think we did dropped it. Um, the eighteenth, the eighteenth, October eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, no, 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 uh, no. It's October eighteenth. Yeah, October eighteenth. Okay, that's the day. Yes. So, 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 yeah, it was funny, and, and 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 that's the best way to put it. For real, no joke. Like we, when I think about it, we 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 come so close to um, the coalition between like the real moon, damn there, and us as a group because the phases that the moon grows through. You know what I'm saying? The stages that the moon goes through. Um, and, and the relevance that without the moon at night, there'll be no light. Mm. <laughs> the moon is special. Even For people listening who may not even know who Black Moon is. A lot okay, of I don't. There could be some people. A lot of y'all don't. Even like, I give an example. I was talking to one of my man. He's down in Atlanta. You're a little younger. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't that familiar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was like, well, here's what you need to do. Go get familiar. And, and, and here's the reason why. That's never ever something that should be, I think we live in a day and age. There's a lot of young kids that want to get familiar. Right. Mm-hmm. But they just need the book. You know what I mean? Or they need the, the, the information right. to go check them out. Because I'll be honest with you, man. Enter the stage to me. And I'm not just saying this because you're here. Forever classic. Too many joints on there to not be. But more importantly, sometimes I feel like there were so many groups at that time in the 90s. That people maybe it, it could have been overlooked to how special yeah. Black Moon was or is, so to speak. Oh, yeah. you feel, I mean, my, and I don't want to say no. That was that was I know that wasn't that was that wasn't the case, and that was the case. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that wasn't the case, and that was the case. Um, part of that was due to uh, the reality, you know, at the fact that. Commercial music will always take, will always rule. It's commercial because it's everybody can relate to it. That's, that's it. We didn't, when we were saying commercial rap, get the gun clap, we was basically saying to conform or do anything outside of yourself to just to be on radio or to become a star was something that we wouldn't do. Mm. So that's what the essence of commercial rap, get the gun clap doesn't. So people have, you know, if you got a record and it's on the radio all the time, that doesn't mean that, that it's commercial. That just means that you have a style of music that everybody like. So during the the nineties, there were um, there were two different styles in a sense that were kind of running hip hop, and commercial was one of them with respect, and underground was one of them with respect. You had a Mob Deep that was making Mob, you know, uh, you know Mob Deep joints, and then you had uh, Naughty by Nature that was making hip hop array. They were both commercial, you know, they, they were both respected. Sure. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like, Naughty by Nation ain't, them niggas ain't, ain't no, like, they ain't pussy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Treacherous, that's a funny thing because it's so commercial, it's so radio. Sometimes when you think of Naughty by Nature, mm. 
That's the average about how thorough, yeah. how thorough tr- yeah, trash yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was yeah. So that's the reason. So part of that part of that had a little bit to do with the fact that Black Moon didn't cross over to the levels of where people would recognize us as that level of a group sure. that sold those many records and did those main things. I mean, it was hard for us. We we came out on a on a, on the um a house label. What was that? Uh, nervous Nervous, Rest. nervous Rest. Yeah. 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 yeah, we came out on a house label and we and we would and we turned it into a hip hop label. That it was never that never happened. But you sold like uh, I don't know. I remember hearing like three, four. We sold like three, three. Like, no, we actually sold like four and change, yeah, four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Just right. yeah. clear internet. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, and and and, but for us, it wasn't the number. It was at the time the numbers and the fame kind of didn't like lock each other in yet. So it was like we were we sold four, but we were bigger than the people, the average person who might have sold four. Sure. And it was because of our, our whole atmosphere and what we did and how we did it. So, you know, I remember over the years, obviously, we know each other for a while, but, but I remember, you know, over the years talking about even nervous records and you think about, I, I'm, I remember you speaking about how, you know, y'all didn't make really any money from Enter the Stage. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, no. Did that take you, did that make you bitter? Meaning like, you know, I mean, think about Enter the Stage again. I mean, Classic, uh, you know what I mean. But it's like you could feel like fuck, man. I ain't even make any money off this fucking shit. You know how is it? Like you're still moving out here, Buck doing a thousand I'm doing things, a bunch of things. Yeah, I mean spinning. You know, five five foot. I mean, still out here evolving. But the point I'm making is that that could have ruined people's. Like you can be like fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah. I mean, we was young. You know what I'm saying? We was young, experiencing grown folk situation as far as business was concerned, and a lot of things that we didn't know about business. Uh, pretty much, we learned <clears throat> we straight hands on training. Everything we had to learn, anything that dealt with business, we learned hands on. Nobody really sat us down to teach us what's going on. So, yeah, the experience of going through a bad label and bad deals puts a bitter taste in your mouth. But luckily, um, we possess something called perseverance and fight, mm. which adds on to the drive of pushing things forward, no matter how hard or how tough the situation may seem will come across, you know. Like, I, we, I don't get me wrong. Like, look, I, and I'm not bad at all. Yeah. If, if I, I thank Michael Weiss for that. Yeah. Because if he didn't jerk us off, it wasn't anything of, and to be honest with you, like, like it wasn't a thing of 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 oh, oh jerking. If he didn't jerk us, you know we wouldn't have ducked down and da da da. Listen, let me explain something to you. You know, and anybody that's listening, a contract is an agreement between two people. And when you have a contract, and you know, some of it may say, you know, we're going to give you ten percent, right? And in that contract, unfortunately, if you don't, if a person Say or 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 claims or says that they spent X amount of dollars on working this record to get you to where you're at. Um, they got some term called non-recoup. So you may think that you recouped. You may think that you got back the money that was put into it, and now you can start making money and blah 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 blah. But 
um, depending on the contract you sign, you may not recoup. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, a lot of times people just, they get it misconstrued, like, and think that, so, you know, Michael Weiss was standing over us with a big black hoodie and, you know, red fangs going, I'm going to get these guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not, and if you don't know business, then you don't know that. Sure. But I do remember you also saying that, and I don't know if it was him, but I remember hearing that dude, and I don't know how it was said, but dude was yeah. saying like he bought like a Mercedes, but I don't know if he meant that he bought a Mercedes with the money uh-huh. or he just bought a Mercedes. Because I remember you saying like, oh, I ain't get anything from this. You yeah. buying a Mercedes from it, man. Yeah. That's fucking. But I don't know if yeah. that was the correlation yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, at the time, once again, I mean, you know, it's it's hard because being in a position. Look, we, we could have got a better situation. That's the bottom line. Sure. But. The tediousness of the situation was so crazy because it's like, here comes three kids. Nobody ever gave us a shot. Nobody gave us a chance. And here comes these three kids and we, they walk in his room and this nervous, this is an independent label, right? So this label is basically says, I want to like, I'm going to take a shot. Chuck Chill Out was the person who gave us that situation. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Chill Out used to always say a term. He used to always say nervous, nervous, nervous. He died. We look nervous. So Michael Weiss gave him a deal <clears throat> for something called Nervous Records. Chuck Chill Out went out and found us. When he saw us at a show and then he took us and he brought us in the nervous records that next day. So mm-hmm. whatever level Michael Weiss was risky on or, you know, whatever the situation is, because sure. there's so many things and so many sides that I could look at it from as a, as a label guy and as an artist. So putting those two together, all I could do is say, if it wasn't for him doing what he did, I would have never got mad that day and, and stormed out of nervous and, and looked at Drew, excuse me, and and um, had the conversation that I had with him, and basically was like, "Yo, you doing all the work here? You 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 are ducked there. like you are nervous records. You don't later for this. Why don't me and you start duck down together? Like start our own label, I mean. And that's how me and Drew started duck down. And 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 the legendary mm-hmm. uh, uh, doors open to what that was. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I've had Drew on before. <laughs> I mean, and just the story of like. Almost signing Eminem, all yeah, the artists that yeah, came out, Boot yep. Camp Click, mm. Helter Skelter, mm-hmm. uh, Smith and Wesson. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, we could keep on going on. Mm-hmm. I work with everybody, and I think that yeah, people, but look, it's funny because yeah. it's like look at what happened versus what happened. Yeah, sometimes the it, bad has yeah. to happen. I tell all the people, you got to hit rock bottom to go to the top. I mean, if 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 you mm. if you don't if you don't hit rock bottom, then 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 there's more to go because then now you're dictating your level at the top. Like if you're trying to go to the top, you got to be able to go there. You got to be able to make sure that like no matter what you do, you're faced with the hardest challenges. And that's what this music industry is. And a lot of y'all young kids and a lot of kids that's out there, they don't really know hmm. um the, 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 the things that go on. You know, um one of my quick, you know, close friends, he was telling me about this other kid named Fabio. Fabio is um from Brooklyn, and everybody was you know going crazy over over Fabio. Cool kid, cool, good good music too, and uh, the the whole industry basically didn't really make any noise until he made noise on his own, and he started hearing the records. And I said, nobody, you could be talking to the champ right there. And no one will know you're the champ until you step on that podium and raise your hand. Put your hands in. You understand? Know 
So the person could be talking to the champ right here the whole time, but nobody been believing him until he put his hands up and get that gold medal. So it doesn't matter to me as far as the public saying, yeah, you know, um, whatever they say. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't blame it on them. It's up to me to prove myself and to prove, you know, us what we do. It's up to us to prove why we deserve the way we deserve to be at. You understand me? And I don't want nobody to to feel no way. I don't like that energy. Um, And I don't like anything correlated to the vibe of Black Moon feeling Related to that You know what I'm saying Because we are one of the groups That promote new school And old school Absolutely And you're still here That's Mm. the thing Rise of the moon Yeah Rise of the moon 16 years later Check check this out Buck And Eva And Five Foot First time You heard Your song On the radio Do you remember that Mm. (laughs) Maybe Eva D Start with that Um, I was actually On my way to the store And Kid Capri was on BLS. This was uh 92. Kid Capri was on BLS and he threw on who got the props. Mm. And I was like, yo, what the, yo, that's my song. And everybody was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's me and my crew. Sure, evil. Good try. <laughs> Two weeks later, it was like, yo, that is his song. <laughs> and you know, that to me, like I got, it was like, yo, like, wow. I, yo, we rocking now. And it's funny because I still feel that feeling when I hear my record on the radio, like the first time. Mm-hmm. I still get that feeling like, yo, he's actually playing it. Yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? They live forever. They live forever. Yeah. What about you, Buck? <laughs> no, again, do you want to throw it a five foot? No, I'll say, I mean, you can answer the, the yeah, question. Yeah. How, how well, each of y'all have how a different feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, yeah, five before we got the deal, I used to always watch the Five Heart Beats. Mm. So it was a part in there where they first heard their record on the radio and they wilded, they jumped up. So my situation experience correlates to that. You know what I'm saying? First hearing the, you know, the single and, and, and the song on the air, it was just like, yo, we, we put mad dedication to that first level of being a part of the culture. It was like, you know, amazing feeling. You know what I'm saying? It was a feat that we, we reached, you know, something that we determined and we worked on hard, worked very hard to achieve. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, it was like something real special. Live action. <laughs> what about you, Buck? Same thing. Same thing. It was just, <laughs> I would say gen- genuine. It was just a good feeling. I, I don't even remember where I was at the time. Um, when I did hear, uh, who got the props on the radio, I think, but I do remember my sister telling me, um, and she played a real big part in this whole, in this whole movement as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I remember my sister telling me, she was like, yeah, I heard your record on the radio. Da, 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 da. And I was like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, yeah, it came on and da, 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 you got it. And then, um, I wound up, they, they played it again, like later that night. I think that was another, another show. They had played it. And I was like, 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 wow. Okay. You know, like, you know, like this, it's on the real, real radio now. It's on the radio. You know, be building, especially when you think about the era we grew up, because we're almost, I think almost everybody about the same age. We're, we're, yeah. About the same, around the same age. Yeah. But I, when, it's funny because it wasn't social media, right? Mm-hmm. So y'all built a brand from your talent. You think about that. Mm-hmm. Right. You built a brand, you know, people fucking with the music, fucking with this, and to the stage had, 
tremendous amount of tracks, got radio play. Here's the thing that I feel like what I love about, especially, you know, at that time I didn't travel, so I'm saying New York hip-hop, what I loved about is that people act like they've been there before. Already. You know, like, it's not like you had all these fans when you were in junior high school and you knew that, like, yo, take a picture or sign an autograph yeah. or whatever. It's not like you went to school for this shit either. <clears throat> but one thing I loved about being from New York, being from Brooklyn particularly even, is, like, when you saw Mob Deep, when you, you know, when you saw... Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody from that... Yeah, from, 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 from yeah. that era. Uh, even Black Moon, like, yeah, do you remember the moment when you knew that like, you had fans and shit like that? Like, okay, you make music. Okay, it's on the radio. But then maybe you did a show. People are like, okay, I fuck with it. But like, see, come I'm a funny. point. See, I'm funny with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm funny with that because um, I try to stay, like me personally, I try to stay out of the light um, a lot of, of a lot of things, you know, because I don't like to tamper with a lot of people's, uh, just say, vision. Of what they may feel like Buckshot would say or or respond to in a way. I love my music. I love my crowd. I love the people. I'm very affected by that. I'm very affected by that. Um, good and bad. So when, you know, the day I dropped out of high school to do this, you know, mm-hmm. there was a day that there was, there was the high school door was closing and the guy was like, either you're going to come in now or we're going to leave or you're going to go out. And I, at the time, I had an option to, to be an intern with Hank Shockley. So mm-hmm. it was either go to school or be an intern. You know what I'm saying? And the door was closing, and the guy was like, listen, are you coming in or not? And I said, you know what? I'm not going in. I'm going forward, and I'm going to start my career. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going full-fledged. And from then, I just, I never turned back. You know what I'm saying? I don't play around. I never turn back because it, I just that's just how my character is. So from then, you know. Most people say you got to go to college. You got to finish high school. Hmm. You are, uh, for people who don't know, okay, uh, an entrepreneur before they even use that word. Business book. I remember seeing you always come up with something. Yeah, business, okay? business book. You got this new, uh, uh, uh sneaker. The, the sneakers. Got uh, the sneakers. Not only that, the speaker, the, the speaker, the speaker, the backpack. Got the speaker. chargeable book bag. What's the new one coming on, uh, buckshotmobile.com internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah live yeah, action. Yeah. So Buckshot Mobile is a, is an all around mobile company. It's a 360 mobile company. Everything mobile from speakers to phones to the site to support support the platform and soon will be that soon will be uh, distributed through a major carrier. Unfortunately, I can't say the names even though I want to so bad. Mm. Um, but corporate rules is just so berserk. It's all good. It's all crazy, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a buckshot mobile. Cause what I'm showing people is, you know, Kenyatta Blake is, is I want to show people that 10 to 20 years from now that Kenyatta Blake Took the, the the name Buckshot and branded it and, as a valuable p- a name and not just the MC. You feel mm-hmm. me? I wanted I wanted to show people that like you gotta have something you leave behind, man. You you know what I'm saying? You gotta you know and and a, and a career is basically you know an investment and you, yeah. and it's hard to leave anything else behind. So 
And they and they have the uh, what's that phone? The Bluetooth uh, one? The non well, this it, what the speaker it just connects to the speaker. Well, it's we like got this. We got yeah, we got the blue non Bluetooth inductive speaker for um that you basically just sit your phone on it and it activates. And then we do got phones coming out. We got a whole bunch of different devices coming out. Um, nowadays people are more concerned with what's inside the phone than the phone itself. So. The, the game is getting bigger. Like you said, you know, people are doing everything mobile. You know, years ago, people would have been running to the house, right? And they would have been going to listen to a Black Moon, listen yep. to a Black Moon uh, record on the radio. I mean, on the on the wax. They yep. had to go to their homeboy house or whatever. Today, they don't got to do that. So that has an effect on, on hip hop. That has an effect on the music. That has an effect on the sales. That has an effect on the impact and everything that comes with it. But just because that one experience... So you multiply that by the thousands and thousands and thousands and there goes your impact as far as like why a lot of groups don't sell what they sell or would sell, could sell and why why a lot of other groups sell what they could sell. And hip hop is a teenage based platform situation. We've just got to the point where we got grown hip hop, but hip hop is a teenage based foundation and it always was and it always will be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we as the adults in hip hop, we got to do our job, which is guide places like the radio stations, like the promotion company, you know, other places. We got to be the ones guiding that so these young kids can have somebody that they can relate to sure. when it comes to that. Sure. You want Marty with the farty pants to try to give you, uh, 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 you know, a promotion, <laughs> whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Or you want, you know, sure. Pete, Pete, you know. Or you want Buckshot mm-hmm. or Evil D. Or Pete mm-hmm. Pete, you know what I'm saying? Fi- or fi- a five foot, yo. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> salute to you for always being uh, thinking ahead, being an entrepreneur, putting putting your money in something, and and, and building a foundation and a legacy. It's all about the kids. Uh, it's all about the kids. Always, always inspired. Always proud to see it. Yo, for people listening that, like I said, that may not know you mm-hmm. or may not know Black Moon Buckshot. Was that your first name that you ever came up with, or mm-hmm. did you have a couple? Mm-mm. I mean, you could tell we had well when we, me and Five was dancers, so no, we had a group. That wasn't that that wasn't his first name. We 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 met at a very young age, but our first encounter was through dancing. Okay, as being together, as as experiencing music, our first thing was dancing. So, um, as dancing partners, we call ourselves KB One and KB Two at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we call ourselves KB1 and KB2 because his government name is KB, you know what I'm saying? K. Cosby and Bill. Mine is Kenyatta Blake. So, yeah, so we basically was like, you know, dancers, KB1 and KB2. And, and from that, um, I, I had a love of, um, I had a love for a particular, style of uh, of uh, the 22s you know mm-hmm. I used to do rifling when I was a kid but I had a particular love for the 22 uh, buckshot and you know long story short let me just put it to you like that because I'm not to shorten that one long story short that's why I chose the name buckshot because I just felt like it represented me and everything on target. It was a, it's a small bullet with a huge impact. Mm. So like, uh, you know, like buckshot, that's <clears> really <throat> why I chose it. I was like, look how small this bullet is, but yet yeah, it will have the, but it, what will, it does, yeah. but it will have the illest impact if you hit it, put it in the right place. Mm. So that's, that's buckshot. That's BD. That's me. It does damage. Yes, sir. Buckshot shorty. 
Buckshot Shorty, no BDI, more. BDI, yo, 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 yo. They, they, they call me BDI too. Right? Oh, remember yeah. we took, remember we took that picture. I was like, we got two BDI motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, and 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 five foot. It, What's good, baby? You don't have to point out the measuring tape. Is that why it's called five foot? Exactly. I'm just saying for people listening who may not know. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want them to learn a little. I want them to know about you and the people who know. Maybe they well, you know, more. I kept the um five feet was a click that. I, I, I was running with that I, uh, one of my mans that came up with back in the days when we was teenagers. So in the process of figuring out what's the next move going to be and, you know, what's the name of the group sure. and what's going to be your acronym, what's going to be your name, I, I chose to be the Five Foot Accelerator. Mm, mm. Do know, damage bring on that with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evil D. Accelerate. Evil D. Evil D sounds, to be honest with you, it sounds that good. But was that the first one that you came up with? Because sometimes people, again, I, I, I say that for because sometimes names, sometimes you're, you're, you're your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Not meaning you. Mm-hmm. Meaning people, you can have a dope name, but I don't like that. And then mm-hmm. other people like, that's dope. Nah, my, my name before that was, was not, well, today's standards wouldn't have been dope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Chili D is is mad old school. Chili D, Chili D. So you know, it's like um, when I was at elementary school, I was on. You know, we was, we was on a class trip, and the teacher said, "Yo, it's Chili D in the house." And like five people said, "Oh," I'm looking around like, "What?" <laughs> so I was mad. I, I you know went home. I went to my I went to my people's crib, and I was sitting on their steps, and I was like, "Yo, man." It's like mad chili D's up in, in, in the class, man. I gotta think of a name. And his, his older brother who, um, played the keys on, his name is Joe Vaughn. He played the keys on Set It Off. Mm. Straight Set It Off. He was, he was sitting on the top of the steps. He said, yo, why don't you just call yourself Evil D? You're a nice guy. Mm. So just call yourself Evil D. It's like a fat kid calling himself skinny. <laughs> and yo, that's exactly how I got my name. It's crazy, and man. it went like that forever. Like once I once I took the name Evil D, and that was in sixth grade. Once I took that name, that was it. You know, it's funny, man. When 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 they told me Rise of the Moon was coming out, and Black Moon was coming back out with an album, back out with some material mm-hmm. for people to put in their air holes, <laughs> I was like, Yo, yeah, right. It's a special day. Mm. But then I remember looking around. I was like, You know, sometimes I like to just see what was out there with people back in the day. And yo MTV raps, man. Mm-hmm. And bro, the look on your faces, <laughs> yo, especially Evil D. I'm like, yo, this, yo, you look so young. Yeah. And yo, I'm like, even yo, live action. Bucks, yo, I, I was, was like, live action, young, word. youth. Do, do you, you know, you we, did, we was conscious, was we we wasn't ahead of our time, man. We was Honestly. conscious, but we wasn't really, we wasn't really conscious that of, of of all of the. Individual yeah. moments of it, you know what I mean? Because sure. we was because we was having fun, and at the same time, um, it was for it was a lot of work. It was a lot of it was a lot of work. It was a lot, and so it was a lot. I think we wasn't that conscious of looking back and being like, because if I like I said, if you notice, most people who was doing anything was doing anything at a, at a teenage age. Sure. You know, most artists, most of them, ninety percent of them, were all cool. V, you just said Bismarck, yeah. Roxanne, say like Big Daddy Kane. You know, Rock him. Everybody was young at that age, and and the reason why hip hop dominates at a teenage because teenagers travel in packs and adults don't. Mm. So anytime anything travels in packs, 
or any one traveling packs is only going to the spy is going to spread further and more than an adult who's on his way to home to to work is not thinking about having a conversation with three of his homeboys about what's popping on TV. Mm. And that's the reason why as teenagers you 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 that hip hop is so strong at that teenage year and at that young 20 25 you know what I'm saying you start getting 26 27 it starts things that starts to change a little bit you know what I'm saying you getting in 30 years those are those starting to that what should I do should I start managing so that's not ain't not like what what you know what I'm saying because you start to realize yeah. that this this the, the finance situation and moves in music you got to take advantage of that and you and you got to know how to and unfortunately there's not a lot of people that that mm-hmm. that could tell you that cuz it really is not the money in the game the way people think it is mm. you know what i'm saying but for these little dudes it is because they've got clubs they got shows going on and these little dudes would be like a thousand of them coming to see little yuck yuck you sure. never even heard of him he never was on the radio but he's socially popping and you know, people pay fifty dollars a pack a, a ticket for him, and he's packed. The promoters may pay back, and you got this old school legend group right next door, and three hundred people came to see him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and the promoter didn't recoup. Nobody made their money, and it was a bad night. You know, and it's like no, you know, it's like I, <sighs> you know, what I mean, like that's one of the hardest things to answer when, when it comes to groups from different eras. So when you see a Black Moon show, we just try to give you a good show and a good because I got you know a great experience, you know. Sure. You know, speaking about Rising the Moon and uh, coming back out, like mm. how mm. long has this been talked about? Because I feel like everybody kept saying we're going to come out, yeah, and, we didn't. and it never yeah. did. <laughs> so take us through the day, the night, the moment, the text, <laughs> the fucking email that was like we full steam ahead. Mm. I mean, we just, we just knew, you know, it was, it, it was like, I just knew it in my heart. It was time to take, that was to take advantage of, 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 of black moon. It wasn't, a, it wasn't convoluted. It wasn't special. Sure. And it was just, it really was like, yo, you know what? Um, but this time, he, um, we were conscious of going, let's not try to give them no, nothing that's not black moon. We were willing to deal with the fact that if there's 300,000 Black Moon fans out there, then that's what we're going to get. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But just, but, but just give it, give them the 300,000 fans, give them authentic Black Moon. Authentic Black Moon. Right now, Black Moon, um, pretty much, um, give them them all out experience mm. over the years of being in the game and what the game really means to us and how much the game really means to us and how much our craft and our art really means to us. You know, um, what Ian Walt did with the production was an amazing job. You know, they, they gave us some ill production that, I mean, we never know. We never, there's no script to break down how we're going to do exactly sure. what we want to do. It's all about just putting our mind in position and putting the thoughts in position so that way we can, you know, pretty much execute the way we need to execute. Like, you know, we, we, for me, um, for the love of the art and the essence, you know, what we do, we try to definitely, um, implement that and put that in the, 
in 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 the album that we just put out just now. So you know, um, pretty much, you know, the love of the art and the love of you know putting things in perspective. Whereas we hoping or we we we're, we're looking for people to give us the response of yeah, y'all did your damn thing. So a lot of um, energy and perspective was put into that when mm. we put this together. I you love know? it. And beat that, my, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just say yeah, yeah. It started with beat miners. And that's the, the legendary. Yeah. Evil, evil <laughs> D, evil D, Mr. Wall. It started with them and their production and their production dictated the essence of where we went lyrically. Cause mm. that's, 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 that's it. So, you know what people are going to say? People say, okay, rise of the moon. Mm-hmm. Finally got a, uh, an album from Black Moon. Mm-hmm. Are they going to do some shows? Of course, we're gonna do shows. November first, November first, we're SOB. Yeah, everybody come out to November first, SOB. That's gonna mean a lot to us. I mean, for 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 me, I'm I'm gonna tell you, you know, I don't anybody that's everybody that's watching. Um, that's a that's real real that affects me a lot. That really does. I mean, you know, when I see a lot of people come out to do to watch a black moon performance. The reason why it affects me because I'm a performer. I don't just do a show. I do a performance. We do a performance. So when we get on stage, you know, it's like, we want people to enjoy our performance. And, you know, yes, yes. You know, there is a, um, uh, a small sense of reflection there, whether it be because of old school, whether it be because of that many people are just like, yeah, I'm a hip hop fan, but I'm not necessarily a black moon fan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which is fine because black moon makes a certain type of it's like almost like the chocolate donut. <laughs> it's like we make everybody, a lot of people love us, but we're not for everybody that, that doesn't like vibe that vibe. You know what I'm saying? And you, let, let's keep it real. You go to certain clubs, you're not going to hear a Black Moon record bouncing in the club. You feel me? Yeah. You're not going to hear certain records bounce. You you we, you got we got records that's going to play now, but you don't hear Black Moon Black Moon bouncing around, and that plays a pat of an effect. Yeah. Of course, it's going to play an effect. Come on, that's where the that's where the kids, that's where everybody's at. They're chilling in the club. So if you're not getting played in the club, then nobody going to hear you. But but I also believe, and we I think we spoke about this. In the, I think we spoke about it in the beginning, but you know, also you got to think about it. If if Black Moon, honestly, and I mean this, and a lot of people should think this way too. And I'm not trying to tell people how to think, but I'm, I am. <laughs> uh, if, if if Black Moon never put out another piece of fucking uh, material, you should appreciate what they contributed. I mean, mm. you know, and whoever Slick Rick, like, yeah. like we shouldn't force him to say he has to put something else out. Nah, whatever he put out that catalog. We should always appreciate yeah. that and and all their contribution. And when you think about hip hop as a whole, it's a puzzle, and Black Moon is a piece of that puzzle. We just mm-hmm. got to the adult stages. This never happened before. Yeah, hip hop came out late seventies. You know, we did. We this is our first time. You know, being able to be adults in hip hop. This never happened before. So the fact that we are adults, um, adults at on their own are going to be like this wasn't around in my era that wasn't we used to do that 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 that, that. bring a little ass upstairs you see y'all wear them goddamn baggy pants like oh you know that's that that's a part of being a parent is a part of being an elder and whether that go with hip-hop or outside of hip-hop so we just starting to hip-hop we're just just starting to get that with hip-hop and right now um you know a lot of a lot of us have that 
in hip hop. Meaning, yo, they don't do the them young boys and they don't used to and did that. So the we gotta get used to that. The younger kids, they gotta get used to hearing old adults to talk like that. Sure. And the adults, you know, we, we just all gotta get used to that. And and face the reality that you don't never have to um stop what you're doing as far as the music. But you better face the reality that things could be real you shit could get crazy. Because most they tell you, I mean, I heard Guru hmm. on his um the the gangster uh, premiere record that, that we were just listening to, um, and he says something rap can't even buy him or no can't buy something something, but after that, you know, you can't even buy spam in the street, mm. something something something. And so he wrote, he wrote something with basically saying like like most rappers are broke and. And most rappers are gonna be broke because the little bit of bread that they do get, they, they don't, they don't invest it and they don't do the right thing with their bread, with their money. So 90% of them will be broke. And broke means like two people could call you for a show this whole year. You know what I'm saying? Like rap is not stable. It's not a stable business as an artist. You feel me? As a whole, really, but as an artist. And what do you do when, you put out an album, you know, you, you, you think it can't happen? Mm. You think two people can't call you for a show for the whole year? Yes, it can. And that's what Guru was speaking about on that record. And that's why it stopped me just now. And then now the conversation that we're having. And then talking about the relevance of older groups having to face the reality that their time is it has to slow down. And at some point in time, they got to be more... Um, impactful as a personality, as opposed to just trying to rap on the mic. If the person that made the rapper was the one that shined, then that person should keep shining, no matter if rap or mm. not. Hmm. I, I think it's also again, and I, I think it's also hard. In you know, and I'm not <clears throat> an artist as far as a rapper or a producer or a DJ, but I think it's hard when someone who's been doing this. I mean, I give you for example, or, or even. Since you dropped out of high school, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you're, you know, in your forties or whatever, how mm-hmm. old you know? Mm-hmm. Forty-four. And and yeah, we right there. Forty-four. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Four-four. Four-four. Mm-hmm. Waving the four-four. Shouts mm-hmm. are big. Um, it's like hard for you to do something. I'm not saying do something else, but meaning like you're so used to DJing or being in or spinning at a club, like you couldn't imagine not doing. It. You couldn't imagine not being in the studio. And a lot of that is you because that's who you. That's what you did day in, day out. And, 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 you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Just buy the studio. You obviously, yeah. <laughs> hmm. True. Like that's and, and, and let it be known, internet for listening, uh, duck down, uh, you know, and I don't know about signing, but I know managing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh Joey Badass yes, came sir. to the yes, table. Sir. Yes, sir. A yes, lot sir. of young, uh, young MAs. Young MA. and, uh, yep. Um, um, there's a lot of other dudes. Yep. Shout out to the whole pro era. Shout out to yeah, Q. Pro era, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love your Q is my boy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nick. I'm still waiting for Nick stuff. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. The about eye Nick. and ear has always yeah. been there. So it's not just about, um, you know, older hip hop or younger hip hop. Yeah. I feel Duck Down has been, um, and, and, and all three of you too, you know, have been able to evolve, but also pay attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's special, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, you got a special relationship with Duck Down. We always, um, I love Drew. I mean, he's realistic. And if it, if it, if it's going to work, 
nine times out of ten, or if it's not going to work, whatever it is, he's going to tell you. Drew is just going to keep it real with you, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I think he told me that uh, his father like helped like the lawyers in the early, or he was like a lawyer, yes, yes. and he helped. I remember him saying that he got on a plane, he was almost getting on it by himself, mm-hmm. meaning his pops was mm-hmm. going to meet you mm-hmm. down in L.A. Mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his, he was, yep, his <laughs> father, you know, rest in peace to Harvey. I love yeah. you, mm-hmm. and um. You know, his, his, you know, Mama Ha, I love you, Ma, Mama Ha. Um, so it's, it's became, yeah, it is, it's past, once it's past music, it's like kind of crazy talking about it on the mic. Cause it's like, we're, we're past music. And there's been a lot of people that I'm going to tell you, you know, there's a lot of people that be around and there's a lot of people I've met. There's a lot of people that I've hung out with, mm. chilled with. Um, a lot of people I'm close to, but if there's been, but if there's one time, if there's one person that's been there when I needed him the most, like when I needed it, if there's one person that really never let me down when I needed it, I'm talking about like, like down to the seconds of, of whatever. And it didn't have to be financial because me and brothers, me and his partners, I'm so, it's like Drew was the guy, Drew was, was there. I mean, I'm like, I, of course, in different situations, there's different people, but there's times when some of us are in situations, whether it be knowledge, information, um, or, and, or assistance, you know what I'm saying? Or anything. And when there's that, there's that type of person that will get up at three in the morning or two in the morning and, and will do it for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like normal is like, I'm fucking, that ain't it. But for you or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's that takes it past um anything because I'm not talking about just waking up and just going okay what do you need I got you I'm talking about going through shit with me sure you know what I'm saying and and and, and everything else so I gotta say that because there's there, I think back to those times and be like if that didn't happen you know what I'm saying I mean it could have been all the love in the universe from friends family relatives and all that. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean that don't make shit happen. Mm. That shit right there don't make it. Mm. Like love can make you or break you. Mm. Too many gems, man. This motherfucker buckshot chop. Too many <laughs> gems in this episode already. Evil D, man. We gotta move uh, over to you real quick, man. We think about beat miners and you think about rise of the movement coming back after 16 years. I think that's the amount. I think we're right on the amount. Yeah. Like, how hard is it not to? Not saying you are, but how hard is it? For, to not to sound like what people listening to now, to stay true to what you, you you know y'all believe in. How hard is it to like come up with the beats that really speak to Black Moon or speak to you? Is that like a task that you know? Mm-mm. It's the I do it every day. Yeah. Like I've, you know, I never change. Mm. Like my whole thing is I can't be nobody but myself. Mm. You know, and um, music. Music sounds change and have, you know, people now they use 808 drum kits and stuff like that. And it's cool. Like, but with me, like I was always that boom bap dude. But what I, what I always do is I listen to what's going on and I incorporate it in what I'm doing. Like if you listen to the new album, there's 808s in the new album. But there's also bass lines, which you don't really hear in music no more. Mm. You know, at the same time, it's like, you know, it's about putting things in this frequency where it belongs. 
you know, like music nowadays, we listen in $400 headphones, you know, or the earbuds. What, what, how much your earbuds is? Uh, yeah, 160, I think, AirPods. Yeah. Like we, you, we spend money on our, on our headphones and our AirPods and all that. So you want to hear quality. Mm. You want to hear that sound that you, you know, that you want to hear that dope sound from that music. And my sound has been consistent. Mm. You know, I, you know, I may not be on the platform I was on yesterday with my sound. But at the same time, I am. It's just that people don't realize it's me. Mm. Like we, we've done, we do TV stuff. Like we did, um, the breaks. We did yep. music for Tiana Taylor and the breaks. Yep. And, you know, we do like different, different, um, shows. We submit for different shows and, and I have our music in different shows. And it's like people will never know it's me. They'll just think, yo, that's, that's crazy. That sounds crazy. Who, <laughs> who did that? <laughs> you know, but, um, Beat Mine has always been consistent. Yeah. Each year we always drop something. There's always something, whether it's TV or whether it's music. And like this year is the Black Moon, mm. you know. And it's funny because now like people are hearing it and they're like, "Yo, that's what hip hop should sound like." <laughs> but hip hop should sound like how the individual sounds. Sure. Like, you know, like I appreciate a Drake record because it sounds like Drake. Mm. I appreciate. A static selector record because I like static. Yeah. Just like I appreciate a premiere record because it sounds like premiere. Mm. You know? So it's just about being myself. That's what it breaks yeah, down to. Yeah. Absolutely. Me and, being myself. And it's dope. Rise of the moon, man. Uh, you know, one thing I like about when, when, when a group comes back and puts together something is that people then dig back into the catalog. Yeah. Mm. So people listen or check this shit out and mm. like, oh, okay, they got some joints on this joint and then go back and be like, damn, I forgot how. This one was, oh, I forgot. You know, when you think about it, even to, you know, I had to remind myself how many uh, 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 hits were in, even enter the stage, bro. Enter the stage. Look, you think about it this way. Who got the props, okay? A classic forever. Mm-hmm. How many MCs? Um, taking the back, come follow me on a journey to see a for real MC. The mind tricks the body, body thinks the mind is crazy. Whatever's lazy when they get the flow, I'm swinging. Okay, act like you want it. <laughs> yeah, buck them down. So the week, what we do, buck them down. World life, each and every individual insight. Mm. Yeah, all the same. And then the legendary. I got you open. Don't front. You know I got you open. Don't front. You know I got you open. It's the original as me. Original crook. Don't front. You know I got you open. I mean, there's so much more, but meaning like those, I feel like those were the days where you would listen to something back and forth and wouldn't have to skip. Yeah. yeah, you know now you know I give with this album you don't have to do that either. Believe that's it or not. what's special because mm-hmm. look, I, you know, look, and I'm and there's nothing like you know, but my daughter she's gonna be twenty. Uh-huh. If she was a DJ, people would hate her because mm-hmm. she's like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, how you listen to fourteen seconds of a song and mm-hmm, change it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the days of listening to music front to back is something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 and, and you, you know, it, you know, I think about not, not only do I think about music, I just think about like Black Moon. I even think about the, when you think about. I remember Drew telling me about 
going to Eminem's house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for, I mean, you know, it's yeah, like think yeah. about, bro. Yeah. Think about the journey, man. Like, shout and, out to Eminem, man. That's another. That's I mean, M is our family too. Yeah, M, M is our family. I mean, M said he was going to sign to Duck Down on the record, and we did a remix of "I Got You Open" and everything like that. But, but again, more more than those things. Like Drew been there for Eminem. Drew been there with him through a lot of. Same thing, you know, when times, when times was, is, it was hard, you know, and I keep saying it's not money because I don't want people to think, yeah. oh, 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 when it was to Drew, Drew Wright, sure, you track, were going through some shit, like, not yeah, financial yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Which Drew, everybody Drew, does. Drew's the type of type person that'll sit there and talk to you and realistically talk to you and there's stuff that he'll say and you, if you don't want to, you know, you'll hear it and you may not, you may have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But meaning like you may be like, don't want to accept that reality for, for, for certain things, certain places, certain people and certain whatever, but he'll just be on point with it. And it'll be like, look, son, I'm just telling you what it is and you can either take it or you can leave it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things that I respect about him. Like it give you that vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you 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 live by the bed that you lay in, and you know what I'm saying. And your morality, reality, or oh, whatever. I say all that to say, nobody deserves you know like the cry. You know what I'm saying? You get you get the work that you put in, and I'm talking about from the beginning to the end. Mm. So all these people that was like, we want new hip hop. We want new hip hop. We want hip hop that's going to represent what hip hop is. We want to represent hip hop. Hip hop, hip hop. Because <laughs> everybody kept feeling and saying that. So Black Moon is out. And I just felt like, all right, give us a shot. I don't know how you do it. If you do it on your debit card, uh, uh, you do it on your Spotify. streaming, Spotify, no, modify, uh, what's app, mm. that's app. I don't care. Whatever. Do you know, shop duck no down, but go to junk, <laughs> but go to shop Right. But, but the most important thing for us was the support for this album, which we really, really asked people for just come to our show. Right. And have a good time. Like, really, really give us a chance. Come out to the show and see how Black Moon get down on that stage. You feel me? Don't don't look at it like, yo, I ain't got enough. I, me and my girl going to hang out. We feel like watching some hip-hop, chill. I don't know who the fuck Black Moon is. Never heard of him. Black Moon, Black Moon, whatever. All <laughs> I know is that it's we is wine at the bar and there's a hip-hop group performing on November 1st at SOB. Come get this experience. And it's going to be legendary. It's going to be live Because we're going to be doing old joints. We're going to be doing new joints. New joints. Yeah, you know go. what I'm saying? We're going to be going into the crowd. You might be the person that, you know, we we on with with the camera. I oh, might you shout know what? You. There's another thing, too. I actually DJ. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be something special. You know what I'm saying? Real special. So, yeah. you, you know, when you were young as a group, Traveling, doing shows. Did you just go overseas? All of course. Time. Now you know. You know. It's funny how much overseas love hip hop. Yeah, you, know you know what I love about this shit is, is especially from being a Brooklyn night. Sometimes you know how like you'll say something, something like, "Yo, I'll mean a dick ride or whatever," yeah, yeah, but I yeah. fuck with your shit. Like I don't need to say that. I could just say those people out there are so pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't say like, "Yo, I don't mean a dick ride." They're like, uh-huh. "Yo, man, uh-huh. I love you." They love the culture, and sing every word. Yes. Yep. They, they, yes. They appreciate it. Yes. They're thankful for they it. They support it. And they heavy. buy it. Yo, and they buy it. That's the I remember being in, I went, I went to Paris to DJ and I, um, 
rocked. It was like in front of, I think maybe about 7,000 people. Finished my set. Everybody's like, Black Moon! Black Moon! I'm like, yo. Like, when I seen that, that's when I was like, Mm-mm. yo, it's coming. Mm. And it was just like, uh, yo, like, they love, like, overseas, they love their hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? They love pure hip-hop. Mm. And it's like, you know, I get the questions, where's Buckshot and where's Five? And, you know, like, people, like, traveling overseas, it's like, it, it, it takes me back to 88, 1988 out here. You know how we was fiending for that Eric B. and Rockham album mm. or that, mm. or that uh, BDP album, you know? Like, that's what it took me back to, like, going going overseas and going to Japan. And, like, I did, um, the, I did, um, was it last year? I did, um, I did Columbia. Mm. And, yo, Bogota, Columbia. Bogota. All we know about Bogota, Columbia is Coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, they have, yeah, some yeah. Of the, they have some of the purest <laughs> hip-hop fans out there. And all they listen to is 90s hip-hop. Mm. Integrity. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I was, you know, I, I, you know, I played some new boom bap joints for them, and they rocked with it. But they just want to hear that that '90s hip hop. So I love the you overseas and outside of the United States. They they definitely harness the essence mm. of the culture. You know, everything is yeah. moving fast pace over here, so everything's just constantly. Yeah, changes. Sure, you sure, got no sure. choice but to be involved. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Over there, other countries, they have a choice and they made their choice. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So. And you and you can see that, feel that, and mm-hmm. every and all in every perspective of the world. You know what I mean? They're they're a major part of our you know of our situation sure. as far as you know sure. Black Moon still being in the game and people wanting to hear our music and stuff. You know, international. Out of states, yeah. Uh, see you soon, maybe, maybe in twenty twenty. Black Moon will be out to. Uh, uh, we got some Warsaw, near you, near you, Poland, near you, all these yeah, fucking near places. you. We got some places. Yeah, that's near something. That's some real something Europe. to be proud of. To be honest yeah. with you, yes. When you think about it, just like some kids from Brooklyn, yeah. being in Warsaw, yeah, or Latvia, yeah. yeah. Yo, like, what the fuck is a Latvia? And, and didn't get there by being on Atlantic Records or Sony yeah. Records yeah. or yeah. Def Jam Records, no compromise, or you know. We, Independent. We, you know, I'm on my fifth passport. Yeah. Live See, but action. that's special. A, yeah, a dude from Brooklyn on his fifth passport. And not the regular size passport. The <laughs> business page passport. Thick one. See, that's the reason yeah. why. I'm, and that's like, yo, they, they can never say we can't do it. Don't doubt us. You know, don't, don't doubt play. us. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when just, just don't doubt what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, don't doubt us because a lot of people did and a lot of people still do. And a lot of people are like, yeah, that black moon shit is cool, but them niggas only sold ah uh, ah, uh, and they only did ah uh, ah, uh, and they cool, but they underground. You know what I'm saying? I'm on some, um, you know, pop champagne. You know what I mean? Get this, get, get go hang out in a club, and you know X Y Z X Y Z. And my thing is, is nothing wrong with that. You know, it's nothing wrong with that at all, man. It's just, um, I'm a like. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I don't yeah. know. No, it's, just, ain't, ain't. it's like, it's this, you know, we are who we are. We and never, we go, we, we, we never been the braggadocious type of group. We like, just if, I mean, no, don't get me how, wrong. Like, if we, know, if, if we, like, when, if we feel what we feel, we're going to say it. Sure, you know what sure. I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, don't, so, cause I don't want people to get the wrong impression either. I don't nah. want them to feel like, well, you know, uh, Black Moon is the type of group that, 
condoned or says something specific. Today you might see me in a hoodie. Tomorrow you might see me in a three-piece suit, leather wash, diamond mm-hmm. socks. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Buckshot shorty. Yeah, because that might be in business buck mode one time and that might be in buckshot shorty mode another time. So that's my whole thing. Like, just but don't look at it like it's something um, wrong or anything like that because you might see somebody on either side of the fence, man. If you popping champagne, you're having a good time, great. You know, one pop champagne, like we got we got what I call marijuana music. Mm. So marijuana, it, yeah. So it's like one pop champagne. We got marijuana. We got the type of music you roll up, chill, smoke, burn, sit mm. back, clean the crib, do whatever, whatever, whatever. But that's the type. That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like that's that's basically what. Excuse me. That's basically how I describe our our, our movement. As we wind this episode down, you know, Rise of the Moon is it, it, out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let's get it. Yes. Uh, stream it. Listen to it. it, tell a friend to tell a friend. Shop Duck Down. Cop it. You know, DuckDown.com. A couple more things. When, when you started making money mm-hmm. doing shows, you know, mm-hmm. all of us, and obviously we'll go around. Do you, do you remember the, the first thing you bought was some money that you had? Like, meaning like that you thought was special, like, cause mind you, y'all, y'all were young, and then, you know, maybe like, damn, I would like to get this Sherwin. And then, I you know, you go I, to a I couple of shows. Mine. Yeah, what was it? Well, five. What was, right. what was yours? Um, I think the ability to go buy me some gold fronts was, <laughs> that was my thing right there. Yeah. That when we got money, we got, you know, show money. I, I was excited by the experience that I got the ability to go buy me some gold fronts. Wow. Mm, classic. <laughs> <laughs> always equipment. Like mm. I always, to this, I'm still the same way. Yeah. Like I always rewarded myself with a piece of equipment that I always wanted. Like I remember the first thing I bought was two turntables, two brand new turntables. Technique 1200? Technique 1200s, fresh out the box, because mm. I never had new turntables before. Mm. And I, I bought two, two new turntables and a um, Gemini 2200 mixer, mm. which was the mixer back then. Yeah. And then I, then it was just like... Stat oh. needles? Yep, exactly. Stat, no, pickerings. Okay, I had pickerings. Pickering okay. needles. Yo, I, I, I thought I was just... It was just, yo, I'm, 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 I'm here now. You know, it's crazy. Mm. Uh, wow. me <laughs> <laughs> um well there was there was a few there was a few things that happened um when i first um as far as my 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 side there was two things <laughs> that happened so um are y'all, are y'all <laughs> well one um I was, I was selling incense and oils and stuff like that prior to we got a record deal. Yeah. So for me, it was, um, I had saved up and, and to invest a little bit of money to try to redo that again. And it was, it was like, that wasn't really happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I was going to be the master Broadway dude yeah. locking down Broadway. I mean, I had the whole fourth of Broadway, everything. I mean, all use incense, jury, every table you yeah. see, that's all mine. Like, I thought I was thinking that way and that then it didn't happen. And I quickly, I bought my first, I bought my, I bought a, a green BMW. Mm-hmm. That was my first, that was the first thing that I was like, wow. Holy sh- now I'm I'm on. Like I'm on now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the game. Like, yo, hold up, wait, wait, Buck got a BMW and it's green. Money green? 
and it's got the system banging in it and I got the rims with it. It was like, it just, it just, for me, it was, I, I had just, and, and I bought it from a used car lot. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? I went to, it, there was a car lot that was around the way and I just, I had the money to, to go to him and, and be like, yo, I want, I want that Beamer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you got to give me this for it. You got to give me for it. And I was like, no, 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 listen, here's what you're going to do. I said, here's why you're going to take this, right? Because at the end of this day, you can either ask two questions. What am I buying with the money I just gave you? Or you can go, damn it, I almost had a sale. And he <laughs> said, you know what? I'll take the sale. And I was like, that's a smart man because that's yeah. what I would have did. Mm. And from there, I took that to be Money green, yeah, money. And a young, and a young kid at that. Like I said, you see, we go back, we look at it, you see how young I was. I really thought I was a grown ass man Mm -hmm. doing a bunch of grown man business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, the mindset was always there. Yes, it was. (laughs) You know, as we, uh, as we, uh, like I said, wind this episode down. I don't want to forget talking about uh, and remembering our brother Sean Price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about so many moments. Buck, you know, and, and I remember actually SOBs. When I think about SOBs, I think about when we had that uh, tributes for him mm-hmm. and how it was packed it was and how special mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And Rock and, and Rock is on the album too, by yep, the way. Yeah, yep. go check Shout out to Rock, man. Shout out to Rock, Rock. That's right. Held the Skelter right. on the album. You know, Held the Skelter. Don't forget. I mean, but Rock is Rock was like, you know, yeah, everybody, because I, everybody, Called him Ruck. I never. I mean, Sean. I never, never got used to calling him Sean. I would. I called him Ruck from day one and yeah. to the last, very last day. And Ruck, Ruck. Um, you know, Ruck verbally and a lot of other ways would always say to uh, rest. You know, to burn uh, respect, burn. He would always say if um, if X Y Z or whatever, whatever. But you know, Buck knows what to do, you know, or go to, yeah. or, or Buck will hope, Buck, go to Buck, basically. And, um, you know, uh, I play my, that's not an easy job to be there for somebody verbally. But, you know, I mean, we got burned through some hard times and, and, and we got to recognize that life is going to go on. And we don't know which one is going to be the next shocker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so go all out right now. Because you don't know who's going to be and what's going to be. And that doesn't be a bad thing. It's some, the older ones are getting older. So something as small as what they've been smoking and all that stuff and going crazy in their 20s might hit them now. Like, I don't know where. Bam. Like, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Oh, we just lost such and such. Damn, what happened? He had a heart attack. So it's like we're at that age and at that time for us where we got to start moving our lives at a certain speed in order to respect that. And then at the same time, for anything else or anything outside of that, you never know. So live your life to the fullest. Appreciate life. Appreciate what you got and appreciate everything that you, that you, that's in front of you. Appreciate your mother. Appreciate your sister, your children. Appreciate everybody. And one of the best ways to appreciate it is to go all and do everything that you can and don't quit. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Evil D, beat minus. You're around, the, you're around the town, still DJing, still moving around, still doing what you're doing. What's mm-hmm. going on? Anything else uh, besides uh, um, Rise the Moon that people should look out for? Um, so we got Beat Miners Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, that's been going on since. Long time. Um, 1996. Mm. God damn. You know, the first, <laughs> internet, first internet radio station, first hip hop station was 88 Hip Hop. 88 Hip Hop. Second one was Beat Minus. 
Yeah. Same building. Live action. Same people. And um, so we st- still got Beat Monitors Radio, still knocking these records out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just having fun, man. And, you know, also being a dad. Yeah. That's cool. The special thing. Yeah, that 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 to me that Daughter? was like yeah, that was like wow, like how old? She's she's eleven. Okay, that's a beautiful age. Yeah. That's almost like a couple of years before mm-hmm. they start giving you the lip jip. Oh. Yeah, you know, uh, my daughter's twenty. Mm. She's twenty. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, Mine's is thirteen, and like her, day, her birthday was not too long ago. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. I'm gonna yeah. tell you, raising a kid, raising raising a daughter, Buck. Mm-hmm. You know, I got three. Raising mm. a daughter, man, will make you look at life twenty-four. Yeah. Oldest twenty-four. I, I learned. 19. I learned from my um my god my goddaughter. My goddaughter was like my first daughter, and she's she's um, is she thirty-two now? Mm. And she got her own kid and everything. And I'm just like, like wow. you know, what I'm saying like, yo, mm-hmm. like it's bananas to me, like, because you always see them as kids, sure, you know. So, like, you know, she came to me, I'm pregnant. I was like, what? <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah. Mm, when you wow. start seeing other people do things and getting old, that's when I feel like I'm getting old. When I seen Derek mm. Jeter get, like no hairline, I was like, damn, yeah. motherfucker look old. I'm like, I remember when he just came up. Right. right. You know right, what I mean? Right, I'm right. like, shout out to all of the dads though that have that are dads, number one. I mean, the dads like us that have daughters is it's extra hard because, you know, as a as a man, you have you have you're raising a daughter. You're yeah. ra- you're raising a girl and your job is to instill in your daughter the qualities of a man that she would be would hope that she would come across meaning i'm as a father giving you an example of the that there are guys that there are men out there that exist that have the qualities that you can say now fuck that i'm not getting nowhere no more i won't give a fuck how much you do this or how much you do that you know what i'm saying if you're not this and you're not that or you're not on this level then it ain't worth it for me because at the end, all you're going to do is take from me. And, 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 and sometimes people take from people when they don't even know it. So I've had people like that in those relationships. So for my daughter and my, when they get older, the first thing, like my son is like, I hope they instill the principles that sure. I instilled in them, which is don't work for nobody. Always get your own company. Yeah. Always, always do your own thing. Don't work for nobody. You understand me? My son got his own financial company right now. He's 26 years old. You feel me? It's like, I don't work for nobody. And, and, and my girl's going to look back on this interview and be like, yeah, daddy told her, don't work for nobody. Mm. You understand? If you need anything, get the information. If somebody's playing, leave them alone. But the bottom line is never work for nobody. And that's, that's, that's my message to them. There's yeah. nothing wrong with working for someone or with, but work with someone. Don't mm-hmm. work for someone. And that's just them. Yeah. We need workers. Sure. I, I just don't want them to be one. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You know, and I, I'm, 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 I feel you on that. And I also, you know, for me being a father, like I said, my daughter's 20. I press the reset button. My son is five. Those who listen to me know. But I always push this thing, this movement called presence over presence. Because mm-hmm. when I was young, I made a couple of mistakes. I wasn't there for my daughter's first, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought that just because I was hustling and she had uh, uh, mm-hmm. sneakers and that mattered. this and mm-hmm. that, that things that's all, matter. you know, and all this mm-hmm. other shit and yeah. toys. And, and I realized quickly that being a dollar daddy ain't going to have it. That's absolutely time. Yeah. 
and 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 your presence is the best gift you could ever give. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, and and some for some of the fathers out there, you know, who who um, can't be in the presence of their daughters as much as they would like, like even myself, um, and you can't be around them, and and some of those special moments that you wish you was there, and they like where you at. Like, damn, I want you here, daddy. And you like, damn, I can't even get yep, there yep, right now. Yep. Like myself, some of the best things that you could do is just let them know for real, for real, for real, like how much you love them. Sure. Like, don't just, like you said, don't try to be a daddy, a dollar sure, daddy. Sure. Don't be like, no, don't forgive them false promises. Daddy going to be there in a few seconds and we going to tell them and let them know how for real life is. And how for real and how much you love them and how much they mean to you and how much you're going to try your best to do these things. And I'm going to try my best to make these things happen because they're very hard. And daddy got to put in a lot of focus and a lot of energy. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So none of this is easy at all. I'm not going to give you the daddy going to make it happen. Don't even worry about it because that's some bullshit. And I'm going to feed you fucking. I'm going to feed you false shit because when it don't happen. Now you look at me even more worse because you're like, Daddy, you told me it was going to happen. Now I got to argue with you and tell you, yeah, I said it was going to happen, but you don't understand it don't happen overnight. Like, well, you should have told me that the first time. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm your daughter. I learned from you. So if you tell me, Daddy, if you tell me, you know, my daughter's, you know, Scarlet, well, listen, beautiful, it ain't going to happen overnight. And I'm going to tell you that right now. And what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to make some wrong decision where it's going to put you in a, in a, in a, ah, I don't care. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I give them examples just like that. Like you could, I say, go ahead, go ahead. You could, you, you, you could be like, but you know what she is. You know the result of the, I don't care. Like, you know the result, Scarlett. So all, she, all they could do is look and they could laugh and they could, but they know at that point, you know, he is right. I can act like a chicken head or I can act like a young lady. Mm-hmm. It's up to me. That's and, powerful. You know what I'm saying? That's powerful. And, and, and it's even more powerful because when you think about it, you know, when you speak about being in your kid's life and you're like separated dads and mm-hmm. making the most of the moments, you know, and, and, you know, I got, I got a lot of fathers who hit me up and like, yo, you know, I'm, I can't see my kid. What's some advice you have? You know, I try to, I try, you know, we don't have, like, men don't have, like, a, you know. We don't have a base where we could talk and build about real life and grown men. Like, women, they always, they could call each other. Yo, girl, come over here. I got to talk to you and let you know about this thing that's going on over here with me. We don't have a base because we haven't set that base up. Well, I think that we deal with too much macho. Um, We're trying to live up to expectation of others. Like, we're not keeping it that much real with the situations or our life. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no, we only hang out to go to the club. We only hang yeah. out to yeah. go watch the game, but yeah. we don't hang out to talk about real life situations. What's actually really going, going on with us as men over the years. You know what I mean? And, you know, me and son, we always build on that mm. all the time. That's well. You know, our, our basis of, of everything that we deal with, even down to the pro, to the project is based around those moralities, those thoughts of, you know, where we actually at and where we want to go. You know, um, when we first met, we, we, we always knew that we wanted to be somewhere. The astonishing thing that we didn't know exactly where we would be landing, but we was willing to put in the work to get there. So, you know, even with the impact of the album right now, you know, that our conversation, our relationship now over the, you know, as, as we build going through the, the experience, 
Because experience is what's keeping us together. Experience been the glue for years. You know, and they say how you were able to do it right now is the experience. Our knowledge and our morality is what is the glue to everything that you see and everything that you will see in the future that's dealing with 5FT, Buckshot Shorty, Buckshot the BDI, and Evil D. Morality, like you just said. And before we go, like you said, morality dictates reality. You know what I'm saying? I sat in my crib for damn near two, almost two years now. Like, no, then, like, no bullshit. Like, like, I'm talking about, like, I come out when it's time to grind. And other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm, 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 I'm on it. You know what I mean? I mean, no women. You know, I don't know. Sorry, ladies. Like, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. No girl. No, no distractions. No distractions. Just put it like that. Like it's just, it's like, and that that might happen. It's not like I'm, I'm going. No, I don't. It's just that I'm so focused on this that when when women come in my cipher and they want me to take time away from that or say, well, you need, you know, and it's like you're absolutely right. I don't need to be a robot workathon. You know what I'm saying? But I don't need someone to take me away from what I'm what I'm doing. At the level of where I'm at and ruin everything that I've worked for just cause you want to poo poo noopoo me all day. Mm. And, and, and cause at the end, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't really work with that. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather us have the ability to be on the yacht than to be on the block. Like mm, I can't mm, deal with that. Mm, you mm. feel me? And it's not about money. It's about saying when the, when the nigga hit that, that, that home run, bow, and then go all the way out in the field and he benefits the money. From the home run, whatever he's betting the money, he's benefiting because that dude practiced hard to hit a home run, and he hit it out the park. So he got what comes with hitting it out the park, and that's the type of dude I am. I'm not just going to go for a base hit. Mm. I'm not doing that. Round the bases, you know what I mean? Internet, rise the moon. Yes, piece of hot j- yo, my yo, it's, it's who who put me on who put me on to a lot of stuff and introduced me to a lot of stuff but like that um even, you know just like I said long story short <laughs> I remember just watching him and just listening to what he said and I remember that comment and I was like god Damn it! I was in the middle. I was like, "How dare these motherfuckers say that?" Like sausage fest. Oh, the the Mindiverse mages. I was like, "Yo, Ebro!" I was like, "Ebro, I'm coming for your ass." I'm like, "Ebro, pause again. I'm coming for you, boy. You better you what? I'm like you with that sideways gray beard. You know what I'm saying? Now I got a little mom, but I'm like, dog, you you better be, you better be glad you called yourself old man Ebro. How you gonna try to take the Monica now? You're like, no, 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 wait, 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 before. I get too old before I get too old. Call me old man Ebro. Fuck it. Now I can't run. Like I, I ain't mad at you, Ebro, but that and Ebro's family too. So you know what I'm saying. But thank you, thank you for having us. Oh man. come on, man. We're the mother. It's like thank you for having us up to no, you know, and all our fans. I appreciate y'all. All of y'all. All of y'all. That's it. We're the mother. Listen. Okay, rise of the moon. Yes, black moon. Yes, five footer. Yes, evil D. Yes, buckshot shorty. Yes. And 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 let's close it again for people who may not even understand black the acronym of black brothers. Moon. Brothers lyrically acting, combining, combining kick your music out on nations. nations. There you go. Internet's black moon, rise of the moon. Go, go get that. that. Yeah. And then go dig in the catalog and go get that. And then go tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell a yep. friend to tell a friend. Cheer. November first, SOBs. Y'all I better see our SOBs, man. Don't make me out. Come on, man. I, I don't make come me out for, for you. Live action, baby. Word. It's gonna be a movie, an epic.
Black Moon. Peace. Internets, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Again, that email is thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. And listen, all my advertisers out there, all my big businesses, my small businesses, whoever, a friend, a store, you want to advertise on the Premium Peach Show? Email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com and let's get working. Okay? Make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment on all streaming platforms that are podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll see you next episode. Cheer. Oh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that Black Moon episode. Shouts to Buckshot, Evil D the Genius, Five Foot. Uh, shouts to my Duck Down family, BCC for life. Sean Price, like I said before, will always live on. And uh, listen, you know, we're going to keep it going. Blessings to you and yours. Make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And I always say, if you want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show, big company, small company, independent company, whatever it is, email us, thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com, and we'll get to work. And if you work for a brand that wants to advertise on podcasts, hit me up. Okay, maybe it's not only my podcast. I can help you get on multiple other podcasts. I work with many networks. You want to help produce a show. You want, listen, okay, script out a show. We do a bunch of things, okay? I've been around a long time. I got a bunch of uh, uh, official people that we could get things done. So make sure you email us at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Peace and blessings, internets, to you and yours, and I'll see you next episode. Cheer.